Do you want to maximize your success with NCUA? Join Mark Trichel as he shares with you the insider's view on passing your exam with Flying Colors. The With Flying Colors podcast is sponsored by Credit Union Exam Solutions by Mark Trichel. If you would like to work directly with the Credit Union Exam Solutions team and receive support to optimize your results with NCUA so you save time and money, visit us at marktrichel.com to find out more. Hey everyone, this is Mark Treichel with another episode of With Flying Colors. I'm recording this on January 30th. Last Thursday, the NCUA board had their January board meeting and they had two items. They had the the annual performance plan, uh, which I will get to in a different podcast. And they had a vote on the interest rate on loans allowed for federal credit unions. And I'm going to summarize my take on that with a quote from Winston Churchill. So during World War II, near the end of World War II, Winston Churchill said, never let a good crisis go to waste. And my take on the interest rate risk cap is that they should have raised it and they should not have let this crisis go to waste. And I think net net, a 21% rate would be better for credit unions. And I believe it would be better collectively for uh, credit union members as well. So that's my take. And I will kind of walk through where the board landed on this. It was a good discussion, uh, a bigger discussion on this topic than I than I can ever recall. Uh, But by way of background, uh, the board uh, official vote, uh, as outlined in their board action memorandum, uh, they staff was seeking board approval to maintain the current temporary 18% interest rate ceiling for loans made by federal credit unions for a new 18 month period. And so this new period for these loan rates is March 11, 2023 through September 10th, 2024. And so guess what? Uh, the Federal Credit Union Act establishes that the interest rate for that the NCUA has to consult with external parties establishing an interest rate above 15%, the appropriate committees of Congress, the Department of Treasury, and the FFIEC financial regulators. The agency has received letters from the Senate Bank Senate Committee on Banking, Housing and Urban Affairs, and the Department of Treasury in support of maintaining the loan ceiling rate at 18%. So some would argue that all those letters that came in and the parties that were consulted uh, should trigger where NCUA should go and that the government doesn't want NCUA to go higher than 18%. And uh, that is definitely one way to take uh, a look at those letters coming in, but I'll explain why that might not necessarily be the case. All right, so uh, much discussion by the board. Um, Chairman Harper spoke to the fact that all three board members were a little bit uncomfortable, that they were all coming from different places. It was very clear that Chairman Harper wanted to keep the rate at 18%. Uh, He spoke to the fact that while trade group trade groups were either calling for 21% or they were calling for a floating rate that when they consulted with the other regulatory bodies that I already mentioned that they got letters back uh communications back indicating that they thought they should keep it at 18%. There was also some discussion that it had been some 20 plus years since NCUA had actually received letters back on this regulation and uh, that, you know, that made a light bulb go off in my head, meaning that uh, I don't believe that these other regulatory agencies were sitting there waiting for NCUA uh, to do this rule, which they do every 12 to 18 months. I believe that the reason all these agencies reached out saying support 18% is that somebody at NCUA 
encourage them to. And uh, sometimes what happens in those situations is uh, just like NCUA, when they get draft comments on regulations, you end up getting form letters. Well, it's not outside the realm of possibility that somebody at NCUA uh, led by somebody on the board reached out to all these agencies and said, hey, we could really be assisted if you would tell us that you prefer 18% because we don't want to raise it. And then sometimes they'll say, well, what should we say in that letter? So I'm, I guess what I'm saying is NCUA, in my opinion, likely heavily influenced these letters coming in and what they said so that they wouldn't have to change it above 18%. Now you can debate whether 18% or 21% is good for members. And I think uh, there were some discussions that, you know, credit card uh, balances are up 33% and uh, that inflation is causing a burden on the budgets of America. And it's difficult on people of modest means who are a big focal point of what the Federal Credit Union Act speaks to the purpose of credit unions. All of that sure makes sense. But if 18% works for some people and you have risk-based pricing, why doesn't 21%? And to assume that by raising the rate 18 to 21% that people of modest means are going to be harmed as opposed to the conclusion that people of modest means might get more opportunities to get loans. And as a matter of fact, board member uh, Rodney Hood gave examples of someone in the Navy who was unable to get a loan because uh because of where they were at rate wise and where they were at uh, debt wise and they were unable to attend a funeral of a family member. There was another uh, example of a disabled army vet who uh, was unable to uh, was unable to get a loan and that in this instance, the credit union who had supplied the information was saying, hey, you know, if we had 21 percent, we could serve so many more people. And they had, you know, implying that there were some statistics that showed that between 18 and 21 percent, there are good people who could get good loans who might not otherwise be able to get a loan. So, um yeah, the other side of that, again, is 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 really kind of where Chairman Harper comes from, is that uh, a higher rate is just bad, period. Now, uh, the simple fact that uh, that many, many credit union members want to use overdrafts because the overdraft is the best possible source of funds in emergency situations also, to me, uh, leads to the conclusion that an 18 to 21 percent flexibility can lead to more members getting more loans that help them meet their daily needs. And so I think it's, in my opinion, very short-sighted to, again, not take a, take the opportunity that this inflation has created and allow 21% rates. Now, the other thing, um, board member Hoffman talked a little bit about the fact that you need safety and soundness reasons and safety and soundness definition is something you can drive a truck through. So uh, you could easily do that. Again, if the appetite of the board was to go to 21%, they could have supported it. And if they wanted to support it, they could have uh, persuaded the other agencies to write letters of support as opposed to letters of, uh, of, of, uh, of wanting to keep it at 18%, I guess is what I'm saying. Uh, Hauptman did go on and say that at one point in time, back when this went in place, I believe in 87, that uh, you know the prime rate was at 20% when NCUA had it for a short time, did allow credit unions to be at 21%. By the way, the 15% uh, 
rate ceiling has never uh, been in place. It's always been bumped up to 18%. And again, that's why I think the opportunity to get it up to 21%, I think uh, net net, you're going to get more members helped and it's going to improve profitability of credit unions. It's going to improve the lives of members overall. And I think, uh, I don't know, I, in my opinion, it's, it's it was a no brainer to raise it to 21% because the stats and statistics uh, supported, and I'm sure that they could have easily convinced staff to support that side. And this really turned into one of those, okay, what does the board want? We can do either. Now, all of that being said, sounds like I'm a little critical of, of what happened. And while it's not what I would do, I understand why they did what they did. And the debate, again, the discussion and the debate at the board level was uh, far greater revealing where they're at and what they're thinking, uh, which gets to the fact that they committed to, in April, uh, having uh, a new item at the board. And I actually did a poll on this on LinkedIn, and uh, I found it quite interesting. As I pull up the poll here, uh, bear with me, and uh, let's see. So uh, NCUA in April, for a long time, NAFQ in particular, and I think occasionally CUNA, has said that uh, NCUA should allow a floating rate uh, for federal credit unions that would be indexed to some uh, some index, and that even though the 15% is mandated and that the board has to vote every 18 months on going higher than that, that there would be a way to build this rule in compliance with the act, in compliance with regulations that would allow for a floating rate. Uh, uh, NAFQ is is fairly convinced that that is legal, and I'm sure that they've done some background on that. So the board has committed that uh, in April that they will take a look at this. And my, so my poll was in April, NCUA will reevaluate the federal credit union interest rate risk cap and explore the legal and policy issues of a floating rate ceiling. If legal, what should they do? And by the way, uh, I had four options on my poll, and the one with the least votes was they should do nothing, which had 11% of the people voting uh, for that so far. The poll is still in process, by the way. If this, if you uh, are on LinkedIn and you want to influence these poll numbers, go for it. The second lowest is allow a floating rate, which is at 21%. Uh, the the second highest choice or number the, the number three in, in order is uh, they should have approved 21 percent, which had 25 percent of the vote. And topping the votes with 43 percent is they should have done both option one and two. So they should have allowed a float. They should allow a floating rate and they should have approved 21 percent. And, you know, I'm somewhere in the 21 percent and the floating rate. I think they're both good ideas. If they could do both, I think that's wise. So that's pretty much where I land, too, is the is do the both, uh, provide options. Optionality is, is all in all a good thing. Members do good things for their credit unions. And again, I think it's naive to assume that going to 21% is uh, just bad for um, for for members because I think the numbers will show that it's not. So anyway, uh, NCUA in April is going to study this. They talked about the fact that they've already asked the general counsel's office to look at it. And again, a little bit of inside baseball. I believe NCUA knows in their... Uh, heart of hearts and the general counsel knows in their heart of hearts whether or not they think this is legal. They've looked at it in the past, unless there's some new novel approach that they're willing to uh, willing to consider. Uh, they know where they're going to land in April. And the fact that they're talking about doing it means that they're probably going to conclude it's uh, legal, which probably means they've known for quite a while they think it's legal. They're just kind of willing to entertain it right now. And so they talked about a possible 
uh, notice of public rulemaking, which is really just a request for comments, which doesn't necessarily have to lead to a regulation. But again, net net, it's a good thing if NCOA is taking comment on it, maybe at some point in the time in the future, there will be an appetite uh, for uh, an appetite for a floating rate. Uh, and I I really believe there's a bigger appetite for the floating rate than increasing to 21%, uh, because if the two Republican board members wanted to go to 21%, they could have gone there. I think it was pretty clear based on uh, former Chairman Rodney Hood's comments that he wanted to go to 21%, which means Hauptman wasn't uh, along for the ride relative to that, that he may have wanted to just keep the status quo. Uh, I'm not really sure necessarily where he would land on uh, the floating rate. It's going to be interesting to see what kind of discussion they have in April on this, but good discussion at the board meeting on this, followed by a good discussion in April means um, that the tide might be turning a little bit in, in one way, shape, or form. Uh, don't hold your breath for 21% uh, because if inflation starts to go down uh, between now and then, uh, it, it, there's no way I see Chairman Harper moving. And uh, as Rodney Hood's term gets closer to uh, its end, which will be uh, in August, uh, ultimately you're going to see a number, another Democrat here, which is going to be mean it's going to get be easier uh, for Todd to influence and get votes for the things that he wants to do, as opposed to uh, the Chairman Harper, Todd. Uh, as I called him earlier, Chairman Todd Harper, uh, as he gets that second vote, it's going to be easier for Tim to get his actual agenda on on the docket uh, sometime after August. But again, as board members, terms are uh, uh, expire sometimes. Usually it takes at least a year. Now, uh, Harper has the juice and the ability to get that done quicker. We're going to have to see how that plays out and where that uh, falls in the Biden administration and everything else that they're having to deal with. By the way, as I'm talking about board dynamics, uh, I've got a really interesting uh, podcast coming up where I interviewed former NCUA board member Jeff Bacino. Uh, that episode will be coming out uh, either the first week or second week of February. So stay tuned for that. All right. So that's it. Again, don't let a good crisis go to waste. I would have increased the rate to 21%, but that's just me. I think that would be good all in all. For all practical purposes, that would have been good for credit unions good for members, uh, and good for net worth of credit unions. That's it. Mark Trichel, appreciate you listening. I hope you'll listen again soon. This is Mark Trichel signing off with Flying Colors. Thank you for joining us on this episode of With Flying Colors. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app to hear future episodes where subject matter experts of all varieties will provide tips on how to achieve success with NCUA. If you would like to learn more about how we assist credit unions, check out our services at marktrichel.com. 